Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts for up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Paranormal experiences don't really work to a timescale, and therefore we invite you to listen to a dark mini-sode. Hi everyone, and welcome back for another appetizer before we reach episode 3 of The Dark Paranormal with another midweek mini-sode. Each week, I take one of the experiences from my back catalogue of around six years of receiving listener stories. As we know, these minisodes are designed to look at the shorter experiences which people can have within the paranormal sphere. But if there's one topic which features, I would say, more than any other, irrelevant of length, would be the topic of divination. More specifically, the topic of the Ouija board. I think for anyone with even a fleeting interest in the paranormal, the Ouija board seems to be this dark element that no one should ever touch. Even sceptical people amongst us will be the first to say, I don't believe in the paranormal, but I would never do a Ouija board. And the Ouija board is something which I myself have done numerous times. But the idea behind the Ouija board is one that I've struggled with. The one argument I held for a long time was if there is this one item that whether you're a sceptic or believer can provide you with paranormal evidence, then should we not all be using it? But I've since spoken with a number of sceptics who argue the Ouija board can do a lot more than make us believe in the paranormal. It can affect our mental health. There is such a thing as the idiomotor effect, where we subconsciously push the planchette around the board, allowing it to spell out whatever we want to hear. And therefore, when you get that type of reinforcement, it's easy to see 
why there are numerous stories and countless episodes of people becoming addicted to this type of divination. And that could make the sceptical argument a really strong case. However, I still genuinely believe there are a large number of sceptics who say they will never do a Ouija board, and in truth, it has zero to do with the genuine scientific suggestion that it could affect your mental health, and is much more down to the individual's fear that it just might be real. For example, my own father is the most sceptical person I've ever known, specifically in terms of ghosts, hauntings, etc., the whole paranormal spectrum. However, literally within the last year at a family function, it came to light that as a teenager, he done the Ouija board in a shed in his parents' house. When I confronted him about it, he was very sheepish and just said he would never do it again. He just very briefly explained that messages began to come through that were clearly from his friend's grandfather and there were only two of them doing the Ouija board. It was rather evident during the conversation that he quickly wanted to change the topic and therefore we did. But it's always stuck with me since how someone who is so sceptical, someone who is so not necessarily against, but is most certainly a disbeliever in anything paranormal, could witness a paranormal event, have it affect them so much, yet still maintain they disbelieve in the paranormal. And therefore, rather obviously, today's experience covers that alphanumerical board which has terrified people for well over 100 years. My name's Alex, and I'm from rural Kentucky. I often used to stay with my aunt and uncle on their farm, and I had quite a few friends within that locale. I've always been a fond believer in the paranormal, and especially since in my aunt and uncle's house... I found an old Ouija board in the attic. I invited all my friends round one night to our barn so we could use the Ouija board. The air was heavy with a scent of hay as we gathered in the old barn. I was kind of the unofficial leader of our little group. Joined by my friends, I'll change their names, but we'll call them Mia, Jake and Lily. We were a mix of thrill-seekers and sceptics, but we all had an interest and a lure towards the unknown. Our focus today, though, lay on the dusty Ouija board I found hidden in the attic. I told them about finding the board a few weeks before in school, and it was Mia who one night suggested that we should give it a go. And so, here we were, all surrounding this seemingly harmless piece of wood. There was an unspoken thrill, a what-if, that hung in the air, as we placed the old board on a barrel. Outside, the sun began to set. 
casting long shadows over the nearby horse stables. It was the perfect setting for this little adventure. Or so we thought. The game started with a mix of nervous chuckles and feigned bravado. We placed our fingers lightly on the planchette, our eyes fixed on the weathered letters. Is anybody there? Jake asked with a mock serious tone. The planchette stayed still, and we all exchanged sceptical glances. Then, without warning, it jerked towards yes. We all pulled our hands back, eyes wide, accusing each other of moving the planchette. But there was a palpable shift in the air, a sense we were not alone. The barn's dim light seemed to flicker, casting eerie shadows on the wall. But despite our fear, curiosity drew our hands back to the planchette. As we resumed, the atmosphere grew increasingly tense. The barn creaked and groaned, as if responding to our presence. And then, a soft thudding sound echoed from the stable. Rhythmic, unsettling. It was the horses, restless in their stalls. Seemingly sensing something that we couldn't. Each question that we asked was met with vague answers. The planchette moved with a mind of its own, spelling out seemingly nonsensical words. Frustration mingled with fear, but we were all too enthralled to stop. Outside, the wind started to howl, causing the creaks and groans of the barn to rise just as our fear done the exact same thing. It was during a lull in the questions that we heard it. A faint, distant neigh, filled with distress. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We froze. Listening as the sound repeated. Closer this time. The horses were agitated, unnerved by something seemingly unseen. Mia, usually the bravest amongst us, voiced what we were all thinking. Maybe we should stop? She kind of whispered. 
But her words were drowned by a sudden loud clatter from the stable. Something was happening to the horses. Something beyond our understanding. The planchette began moving more rapidly, our fingers barely keeping up. The letters it pointed to seemed random. But Lily, her face pale, was the one jotting them down. It, it, it spelt out death, she muttered as the barn seemed charged with electricity. Then, amidst our chaotic questioning, the planchette abruptly stopped on goodbye. A chill ran down my spine. We looked at each other, unsure of what it meant. Before we could react, a loud bang came from the stable, followed by the sound of hooves pounding against the wooden floor. Jake, the sceptic, tried to rationalise things. It's just the wind, he said, but his voice wavered. The stable was too far from us. The sounds too distinct to be dismissed. And that's when we saw it. A shadowy figure near the stable. Almost blending with the night. It was too far to discern features, but its presence was undeniable. The horse's frantic neighs grew louder and louder, as if they could see what we couldn't. Mia stood up, wanting to check on the horses, but I grabbed her arm. No, wait, I urged, because the figure was moving. Not towards us, but around the stable, as if herding the horses. The electric atmosphere seemed to amplify every sound. The Ouija board, now forgotten, lay between us, like some ominous reminder of what we had started. The shadowy figure, the restless horses, the unexplained movements of the planchette. It was all too much. Yet, we were rooted to the spot, unable to look away. In that moment, I felt some strange connection to what I can only describe as something ancient, something inexplicable. We seemed to be part of a story that began long before us, and the horses seemed to understand it better than any of us ever could. The tension in that barn reached a crescendo, and then, as if right on cue, the stable doors burst open. The horses, in a state of complete panic, galloped out into the night, their hooves thundering against the ground, as if in some desperate escape from an unseen terror. We all ran to the barn door, watching in disbelief as the horses disappeared into the darkness. The shadow figure was gone, leaving us with more questions than answers. 
the night became eerily silent. We all went back inside, gathering around the Ouija board, a sense of urgency propelling our actions. Somebody suggested it was essential that we close the session, say goodbye properly. But the planchette wouldn't move. It remained stubbornly still on goodbye. It was as if the board itself was unwilling to release us from this experience. Our hearts raced, the fear of the unknown mingling with a sense of violation. We had invited something into our world, and now it seemed reluctant to leave. The barn, once a place of fun and adventure, felt oppressive, a reminder of our recklessness. As we all left the barn that night, we all felt different. Kind of heavier. The Ouija board, abandoned on that barrel, seemed to watch us leave. A silent guardian of the secrets we would never understand. In the days that followed, our experience at the barn became almost a whispered legend within the school corridors. As for the horses... Well, my uncle managed to get each and every one of them back all unscathed. Thankfully, he placed the blame on the weather of the evening, loosening the gates and allowing the horses to run free. But I'll always reflect on that night, the fear, the excitement and the unanswered questions. Just what did we encounter? Was it a trick of our imagination? or something more. It was windy, that was without doubt. But the Ouija board, its cryptic messages, its seemingly unexplained powers, left us all with a story without an end, a mystery without a resolution. I should mention the morning after, to save myself from conversations I didn't want to have, I reluctantly went back into the barn, grabbed the Ouija board and placed it back in the attic. Mia would suggest that we attempted the Ouija board again, but I told a small white lie and said that my uncle had found the Ouija board on the barrel, took it outside and set fire to it. I know that seems a pathetic lie to tell, but I just did not want to dabble with something I clearly did not understand. Thank you for reading my story, Alex. Well, thank you, Alex, and thank you to each and every one of you for choosing to spend your time with me here on this mini-sode. Don't forget, for ad-free early releases of all of our episodes, head over to patreon.com forward slash thedarkparanormal. But in the meantime... I'll speak to you again on Friday for episode 3 of season 14. Until then, take care.
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.